Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My daughter told me the name Ashley or Amanda or my name is Amber are old people names. And I never thought about it this way. But she's like, yeah, my teacher's names are Miss Erica, Miss Samantha. Whereas young people names like my daughter is Scarlett. There's Charlotte's. There's Olivia. There's Penelope's. There's Isabella's. There's Bella's. There's Ella's. Those are young people names. For me, Ashley is always going to be like my friend from elementary. So it just seems like a kid name to me, but it's not. Ashley, Amanda, Amber, all of these names are basically the new Mark or Barbara. Yeah, it's interesting and obvious just as generations change, but what were new names, not old people names, are now old people names to the younger crowd. Um, because they have teachers and they see grown-ups with those names, and so now those seem like old people names, and the younger crowd that's getting a name like Eleanor or Olive or Charlotte, which seems like an old person name to me, that's a young person name for them. So it's, you know, it's obvious. What's old is new. What's new is old. Yeah. Yeah. But so we'll have a whole bunch of grandpas named Brandon or whatever, which is fine. Right. Right. Oh, that reminds me. I meant to mention this to you because this is one of your screeds. I, I f- somehow in my life now, in my social circle with my, my bride, have several Kirstens, Kristens, and Kirstens. Yeah, well, you know... I, I was flipping to... through email during the commercial break and came across one of them, and uh, I, was, I was playing golf with a guy the other day, and his wife is one of those, and I used one of them and thought, oh, God, did I just use the wrong one? <laughs> yeah, as you know, I want a state law or maybe even a federal law that if your name is Kirsten, Kristen, Kirsten, we get to call you whichever, and you can't be offended. Yeah, it's, I think that needs, to be, uh, that needs to be on the federal level. And yeah. I feel like uh, the the agency that accepts that law should then add a subtext that I can either put an H at the end of Sarah or not. It's not up to me to remember. 
Right, and and the whole Brendan v. Brandon thing. I said that. I think that ought to be uh, part of the omnibus bill as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Kirsten Kirsten Kristen thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're a really nice person. I like yeah, you. I'm not. My wife likes but... you. I like your husband. You're terrific people. But are you a Kristen or a Kirsten? I can't remember. And it's no disrespect, seriously. Hey, you. There you are. <laughs> hey, buddy. To a woman. <laughs> yeah. You got to go with the them pronoun. No, 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 no. Then they said to them that they ought to. Th- yes, no, not happening. So I've mentioned a couple of times that I've been on a Menachem Begin kick of all things. He was prime minister for Israel in the 70s. One of the founders and um, uh, was involved in the bloody fight against the Brits to get free and establish their own state. Yeah, if you aren't old enough or never looking in the history, all these Jews who started Israel, were at war with the Brits. And the Brits were torturing them and hanging them. And they were doing the same to the Brits. Hmm. And this was when? Uh, through the 40s. Wow. And um, it's actually a bit of a, uh, to get too deep into this, but kind of a Martin Luther King, Malcolm X type situation with Ben-Gurion, the first prime minister of Israel who would be play more of your Martin Luther King Jr. role. Uh, and then Menachem Begin, who was playing more of the by any means necessary Malcolm X role, who he had a hand in blowing up the King David Hotel, which was the Brits' headquarters at the time, and a whole bunch of other strikes on various uh, British outlets to drive them out. And, ev- and eventually, the British people said, it ain't worth it. We don't even know where Israel is on Israel, Palestine. We don't even know where this is on a map. Why are we having soldiers killed there? And the politics turned against it, and they pulled out. And Israel got their state in 48 or 49. Anyway, Menachem Begin, who prior to going to Israel and getting that going, was a Jew in the old Soviet Union and thrown in a concentration camp for quite a few years for uh, trying to stand up for uh, the Jewish community. Anywho, what I'm getting to is... The stuff he writes in The Revolt, which is one of the many books he wrote about his... It starts with his time in the concentration t- camps and then getting to um, the land that became Israel and fighting the Brits. It's damned interesting. But his talk about being in the concentration camp, I'd never read anything like this before. Um, There was this climax of a period of short days and long nights during which I had been accused with absolute solemnity of being one of the blah, 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 blah. The days had been spent in blah, 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 blah. I want to skip to the part that, okay, that allows the... Boy, it's pretty compelling so far. Yeah, I get you. (laughs) I don't want to bog you down with stuff I find interesting, but but nobody else will. Um, The prisoner eventually forgets his physical surroundings and helps him formulate a nebulous reality of his desires. They shorten his days of imprisonment to a far greater degree than can be imagined by those who have never experienced the joys of the prison cell. Prison days are like a passing dream. They're probably the most ordered days imaginable. They're filled with expectation from the morning hooter. What would a hooter be? Smoking a cigarette or was that... 
pooping or what is a morning hooter? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> not not no. That's Charles, not what he means. No. Anyway, yeah, I don't I don't know. From the morning hooter at daybreak to the setting of the sun, the prisoners forever waiting for something. The feeling of expectation is powerful, overwhelming, just because of it's directed toward the simplest, the most primitive things in a man's life, beginning with an unsatisfying meal and ending with the removal of the sanitary pail from the cell. Um and uh, he goes on about how uh, he went into slow motion and life actually had more meaning and became less stressful and everything slowed down and he was able to focus on the things that really mattered in life and, and ignore all the, the um, um, what, what you would normally would think would be the negatives of being, you know, isolated in a prison cell like that. Okay, so there's that. Any comment on that before I move on to the next thing? Uh, I had never no. read anybody talking it, about that, really. It, it makes sense that when you remove the economic and the even, like, most relationships, that the cerebral is what's left, I guess. but he, It's an intriguing thought. But, but him talking about the joys of imprisonment that most people never experience or understand. Uh, I don't know if everybody reacts this way. Maybe some people I, don't. Read my mind. I was just going to say it could be one person out of ten is built like that, or one out of a thousand, or half. I don't. I don't have any idea, right. really. Mm-hmm. But he, mm-hmm. he goes on to. Uh, he actually talks about the first time you find a, a, a lice on you, you're horrified, and then there are more lice, and then you eventually just accept it, and you come to be perfectly fine with it, and they're just part of your environment. And he talks Yuck. about a bunch of different things with that. This is when he's in solitary confinement. Talking about Can you his, give everybody like 15 seconds to scratch now? Because I think that's a universal reaction. Talking about his toothbrush and how he hasn't brushed his teeth. No brush will come anywhere near your teeth. And yet you'll live and want to continue living. You need a best a bed to rest on? Nonsense. You will lie on boards, on a floor, in the snow, on the earth, and you will sleep. No civilization is not essential. You shake it off quickly if you're forced to. Yet, strangely enough, the less civilization in your life, the greater your desire to live. Just to live, to live, to live. Man is a vigorous animal, even when he's reduced to semi-bestial circumstances. Living like an animal, uh, his will to live is elemental. The hundredth louse is accepted as a neighbor. It is no longer repulsive. It's part of your existence. You find it hard to sleep without pajamas? Nonsense. In a matter of weeks, you'll not only learn to sleep in your dirty rags and your shirt, you'll learn not to undress at all, to sleep in your stinking clothes, and to sleep very well. You can't eat without first washing your hands? You will only be too thankful or anything to grab hold of with your dirty hands and put it in your mouth and enjoy a meal like you never have. Wow. I found out that really interesting. Again, I, I... it would be helpful to know if that's a common experience or not. But the idea of stripping away a lot of the stuff that we think is so necessary for comfort and happiness and getting to just the basics of, like, sleep and eating and, I don't know, and your own thoughts, I guess? Well, and cherishing them, yeah, I get that. I think, yeah, I, Lord knows I can't relate to it, thank goodness. But, yeah, I get that. When life is reduced to the bare, bare minimums, you cherish those and don't really think about the luxuries. Yeah, he talks about how uh, being in a concentration camp for all those years, the, the 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 main phrase that new people would hear was, you get used to it. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about that many times. That's happened in my life where things get harder or less pleasant, and it's going to be that way for a while. You do get used to it. And uh, I would say from reading this book and his experience, you get, you can get used to practically anything. I would agree. So that's the way we're built. You just You just get used to it. Like when you become a parent. The schedule changes so much of your previous life. 
and mm-hmm. it's and it's really really hard. But you get used to it, and it's actually better. Well, if I was going to kick around more Darwinian terms, I'd say you adapt. Right. That's one good thing that uh, one thing we're really really good at as beasts is adapting. No matter practically, no, well, apparently, almost no yeah. matter what. The so, stories of people finding joy and companionship and love amidst uh, concentration camps in Nazi Germany, for instance, um, are awe-inspiring and difficult to comprehend for most of us, but they are legion. Okay, so I've been thinking about this a lot since I read it. Um, what? So what's the flip side of that, then, since uh, I, don't, I don't want to live in solitary confinement covered in lice with a, a bucket of poo next to me to, you know, mm-hmm. to get here mentally um so would it just be complain less or i mean what 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 do we what do i take away from this well and this is a bit of a cliche but uh, appreciate the simple things The, the i guess people say the little things but they're not little they're they're essential just practice gratitude i guess constantly which is something I need to be better at. Maybe the maybe the that that's always a good idea. There's no arguing with that. Maybe the main thing is quit looking to better meal, different car, new shoes, whatever to get to get some sort of meaning or satisfaction out of it. It's it's the other direction. You go the yeah. other direction is where that lies. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's tough for those of us who live an American lifestyle to like embrace. Because we've been chasing the opposite so long. And and I realize this is nothing compared to Menachem Begin's experience, for instance, or a concentration camp. But the several months where I had back pain that was crippling and never-ending, I became a better person in a weird way. I appreciated the the critical stuff. And my expectations were simplified. In a way, it's difficult to explain Everything that was good was very, very good, and I was grateful for. And the bad stuff, I thought, this is my reality. I'm not going to let it turn me into a, a negative or mean person. Like uh, to Judy, when, when you're dealing with that sort of pain, it's easy to become mean and want to take it out on people. And I had to work very hard not to do that. It made me a better person, more aware of when I'm doing anything close to that. Are we conditioned by American modern 21st century culture to think the being comfortable is newer, nicer, faster, shinier, more modern? Or are we just built that way? All human beings are built that way. It, it, it's, it seems odd that we'd be built that way since it's been proven many times, as what I was just reading, that the, the happiness, the acceptance is the other direction. Keeping in mind that that was only conceivable like the last inch of a 100-mile-long timeline of human existence. True. Of evolution, yeah. 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 The, the, op- the opportunity to have too much better stuff to even think about it at all is so recent, evolutionarily. Yeah, it's going to take a while for the brain to catch up. I'm going to throw on a loincloth, live in a cave, if I can find one. Get lousy. Oh. Come to accept it. They'll be your friends. Tell you what, can we compromise on the lice? <laughs> Maybe a beetle now. And can again, I can or... I continue uh. to use a flush toilet? Uh. Just give me that. I you know I could pass on that one. I just don't want anything crawling. Really, you me. could go bucket. Oh, of course. No, I mean, I, I mean, I have, but I don't want to. Right. Well, I'll put it. I'm not going to put it next to me if I can avoid it. Mm. Or is that part of the deal? You've got to. Uh, I don't know. 
Um, any thoughts on this? <laughs> Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, I started out down a dirty road. I'm happy to share with you that starting in August this year, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition free. Wow, that's a roar. Jumping up and down, high fives, hugs, tears, etc. What's the Albert Einstein College of Medicine? I don't know this. It's a significant medical school, I guess, attached to one of your colleges in New York. I can't remember exactly. Um, but that's a, an old gal who's super rich, hedge fundy husband passed on, and she's a doctor, and he said, you do whatever you want with the money when I'm gone. And she thought, you know what, I'm going to let a bunch of people uh, become doctors and not have to owe tuition. Man, I hate to be cynical, but I just... Oh, I, here it comes, folks. I've never liked oh. these stories. Uh, just On an individual basis, it's awesome. It, uh, the right people? Some of them, no. I mean, if I'm going th- to be a philanthropist and throw around money, I don't know. Just... What, you don't think uh, like a blanket gift like that's a good idea? You want to interview each person, decide whether you like them or not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to go with, people... what about all the kids in America who do have to pay tuition? But life's not a zero-sum game. Their no, joy is not no, to no, your detriment. No. But there's, there's just, I don't know, there's a lot of people that could use help, and I'm not sure all of those people do need help. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I just assume give my if I'm going to give away my money, try to figure out who does need help. Yeah, I don't know anything about that school. Honestly, it could be that it's heavily populated by the sort of people who could use a hand. I don't. I don't know. Uh-huh. But uh, the feel good story of the day, Jack is declared to be somehow untoward or uh, evil, disgusting. Uh, you didn't use those words, but you handed. I just it. feel like you know, you know, do whatever you want with your money. But I just feel like if I was going to pick a crowd of people that could use help. 
I'm not sure people that got into some really great university is the number one crowd for my billion dollar whatever grant. Wow, I just wow. After the philosophizing of the previous segment, I, I, I'm not sure I follow you. No, I want people more lousy, more downtrodden, more wow, more, more in need. Okay. Yeah, speaking of follow-ups to the previous segment, just uh, for the record, I'm super grateful that my back is a lot better than it was. It's like boot camp or hell week for a sports team or something like that. Just because it was a really great experience for you doesn't mean you want to live there. <laughs> so, just for the record. Right. It's uh, another primary day in Michigan. Something interesting just happened, so stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We must protect our democracy. We must make sure that our government is about us, about the people. When 74% of Democrats in Michigan support a ceasefire, yet President Biden is not hearing us, this is the way we can use our democracy to say, listen. So, primary day in Michigan today for the Republicans and the Democrats. Trump's going to win big. One of the big questions we might learn something about is how many people listen to squad member Rashida Tlaib there encouraging people, to, Democrats, to not vote for Biden as a show of protest and what that means to the upcoming election. Yeah, a ceasefire would be stupid and merely uh, postpone Israel's suicide assisted suicide at the hands of Hamas. I'm not sure exactly what the criminal code I should invoke is, but you see my point. Yeah, it doesn't matter if the majority of people want an insane policy. It shouldn't happen. Oh, speaking of politics and caucuses and stuff, uh, confusing uh, uh, days for Republicans in Michigan. For the um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Today, Michigan will hold a primary election open to all registered voters. And that will, oh, then on Saturday, the 2nd of March, the Michigan Republican Party will hold a caucus convention. Right. The primary today awards 16 delegates. The caucus will allocate another 39, but that's not the worst of it. There's confusion about where the March 2nd caucus convention will be held because the Michigan Republican Party is embroiled in a battle between rival factions that are both claiming leadership of the organization. Fantastic.
So we got a bunch of text about previous discussions from this hour. Got a couple of people who agreed with me on the whole tuition feel-good story. I don't know. But somebody said, uh, how about junior colleges? How about local junior colleges? Yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know. I just feel you. Like, are you just trying to help humanity? I don't know. But More good doctors? I'm in favor of that. We they're have all, a doctor shortage. They're already there. They're, they're going to find a way to pay for it. And they're going to be able to pay it back. But anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked by that. So we got uh, a bunch of texts on a bunch of things, as I said. So, for instance, we got this. That was an awesome segment. Best part of the show today. Thanks for doing it. About the Menachem Begin, what it's like to live in solitary confinement, what really matters in life. Followed by this text. I only tune in now and then to remind myself that it sucks. (laughs) So... There you Fair go. Fair criticism. There you go. <laughs> Talking about the names, what's an old person name and what's not. It's kind of reversed in the last couple of years. I work at an alternative hippy-dippy elementary school in Santa Cruz. We had six disappointed parents who thought they were so clever. In a class of 20, we have three girls named Juniper. <laughs> three wow. out of 20 girls are named Juniper. Surely when you picked Juniper, you thought, oh, this is going to, ah, this will raise some eyebrows, huh? We'll get all the credit for this. It's a fine pine tree and a fine girl's name. Regardless of how many kids in the class have it. <laughs> so like, You're going to have to go with like a June, a Junie, and a Purper. I don't know. My, What's your middle name, kid? <laughs> my niece Madison, back when she was in college, she was in a sorority. There were five Madisons. They had to call themselves by Madison number one, Madison number two. <laughs> Wow, it's like a, a Dr. Seuss thing. Yeah. Uh, wow. wow. Um, oh, again, just one one quick thought. People who send texts like that and, and emails like the you suck stuff, I should, probably shouldn't even say this. Generally speaking, I find them incredibly amusing. I mean, they like lightened my load. <laughs> It was particularly funny after the other one that was just, oh, what a great, best segment, blah, blah, blah. I only tune in now and then to remind myself that it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know what? Set yourself a, uh, what do you call it, an alarm. (laughs) Once a a week, you can do that now on smartphones. It goes off. You're like, what the heck? Oh, remember, Armstrong and Getty suck. You can set yourself an alarm. A calendar alert. Exactly. Uh, Joe Biden's going to the border Thursday. Is he just going to stand there like an old uh, Walmart greeter and welcome people in? That's why he would wear the blue vest down at the border. Come on in and welcome. Come on in. New York's that way. San Francisco's that way. Can I help you with anything? Where can I get an ice cream cone in this town? You're going to have to let me know if these texts are beneath us or not. It was a legit conversation. And I think not an unreasonable thing to say, as we have a problem in some of the blue cities on the West Coast with people defecating on the sidewalks. And I said I would I was going to use a euphemism for that, but I couldn't think of one that was okay, and we got several suggestions. Oh, boy. And you you tell me whether it's beneath us or not to mention some of these. It, 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 almost certainly, yes, it is. Do sell yes. fresco. Do sell fresco, oh, I like. You know what? Points for for classiness. I need Do to- sell fresco sounds like a hot new restaurant. This person says, I like mail a package. Like, I really have to mail this package right away. (laughs) (laughs) Points for delicacy. This one I don't get. It's the last one. I won't mention anymore. Oh, good. No, I can't say this. Mm. Can I say it? 
Michael, what's, sure what, standard would, what standard would you suggest we follow? It makes you grin, you leave it in. I might say this the rest of my life, just because I... Oh, if it's that strong... Folks, I tell you what, those of you <laughs> who aren't like the texter, who has to occasionally remind himself that we suck, grant us a moment's forgiveness. Yeah, if this is not your bag, tune out for 30 seconds. If you're going to say this for the rest of your life, i got to admit I'm curious. Torking out a moonfish. Did you say twerking? Torking out a moonfish. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I know. That's, I know. That's, that's idiotic. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> wow. Wow. I guess, you know, it's it's almost poetic in a way. I mean, it's so obscure. Right. You know what? I'm glad you said it in an odd way. <laughs> People who tuned in after their 30 seconds heard, I'm glad you said it in an odd way. So It was so bizarre yeah, Johnny. and so grotesque. Mm. I'm fairly creative, too. Uh, golly gee. Wow. I, I'm utterly at a loss where to go from there. I have, uh, you know, information, uh, stories. Well, I want to mention, I wanted to mention this poll that we led the show with again, because I just thought it was extraordinary. Monmouth poll out today. So Biden's going to the border Thursday. Why? Because Trump's going to the border Thursday. Can you believe that's where we are with these two old gentlemen? Trump's going to go to the border and Biden decides he claims he didn't know Trump was going to the border. But uh, he's going exactly the same day. All right. He just wanted to combat whatever narrative was going to lead the evening news and have because physically being somewhere near the border will accomplish. <coughs> something. Right. It'll give him some great insight he didn't previously have. Oh, solidify his bona fides as a border hawk. Joe Biden made the border wall popular. It has been under 50% since they first started asking the question when Trump started with his build the wall, build the wall. Well, now it's at 53%. Biden actually made the border wall popular. When Trump left office, it was in the low 40s approval rating. Now it's 53%. So, hey, Joe Biden, you let in all those illegals by canceling Trump policies. Now a majority of Americans say build the dang wall. Conformity and propaganda work. That's why people, you know, push for them. The idea that a wall is a bad idea, well, the idea that it is a good idea is self-evident. Now, the arguments against it will be, well, it's imperfect, and uh, other, uh, you know, people and technology are important, too. Right, yeah, exactly. And if you have good, solid, impenetrable walls, that concentrates the area where those things are needed. It is self-evidently no. a good idea uh, in some places. I buy the pushback argument. If you build an 18-foot wall, all you need to do is go to Home Depot and get a 20-foot ladder. Ha, 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 ha. Isn't a wall stupid? Or build bridges, not walls, which makes the previous arguments sound intelligent. Oh, yeah. You're torquing out a moonfish with that kind of talk. So, anyway, now that Biden has utterly, to the point that the New York Times is excoriating him for opening the border like he has, it's, it's become so egregious now, people are saying, yeah, you know, that whole wall thing, that's a great idea. These are odd times. Yeah, and then how serious is the issue of illegal immigration for the U.S. right now? 61% say very serious. Another 23% say somewhat serious for a total of 84%. That includes a heck of a lot of Democrats. 
and independence, which is who you need to win. As listened to a pollster talk about that yesterday on how mm, that is right. just kind of the undiscussed, not realized or not understood way the election works. There's only about a third of the country that calls themselves a Republican and only about a third Democrat. There's that other third that's independent. So you can't you can't just look at your own party's numbers and think we'll win if you get all of them. You're not even right. going to come close. And so that 80-some percent of people concerned about the border, yeah, a lot of those are independents. The best explanation I can come up with for something that is electoral suicide, and it's incredibly unwise and dangerous and, and damn near treasonous for the country, uh, the only thing I can come up with is that the White House is so captured by the young lefties in their advisors' core that they've embraced the idiotic unicornian arguments of the far left. I just, but when you see poll numbers like you were talking about, which are uh, mind-boggling. I mean, would you like to be jabbed with a hot poker? You can't get eighty-six percent of people to say no. Uh, so that's that's it's everybody. Once you get that high, hmm. the only people left out are the mentally ill and the people who don't comprehend the question. Trolls. So it's everybody. Trolls, right? Yeah. So. What could possibly be motivating until, you know, this this week, practically, the Biden White House's suicidal stance on immigration? Because so many of these people, this is what doomed Ron DeSantis. They think Twitter's the real world. There's so many politicians that think Twitter's the real world or cable news is the real world. That must be true. It seems extraordinary to me, but it, it that, that key sure fits the lock. Yeah, it is extraordinary. God dang it. You'd think somebody would come and sit down with these numbers in front of Joe Biden and a guy who's been around as long as he has in politics look at these numbers and say, holy crap, this is a serious vulnerability we have. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. It's practically suicidal. And if I come out hard on the border and use my executive power, which I have, to stop illegal immigration, it's a huge win. 84, whatever it is, percent of Americans would agree with me. Screw the college left and their weird no human being is illegal crowd. I can live without them, but that's not the way he looks at it, I guess. Well, until recently, has there been some sort of civil war fought behind the scenes in the White House and the sane have won? Man, I hope there are some great tell-all books about the Biden administration. I really do. Yeah, including his uh, mental capacity. We will finish yeah. strong next. Armstrong and Getty. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Despite international pressure and fears of mass civilian casualties, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says an offensive into Rafah is needed to defeat Hamas. We'll go in, we make our own decisions, obviously, but we'll go in based on the idea of having also the evacuation of the civilians. With evacuated towns in Israel's north sitting vacant for four months due to the rocket fire, Netanyahu vows to return people to their homes. If this can be achieved uh, diplomatically, fine. If not, it'll be achieved militarily. Yeah, Israel goes into Rafa the way he says they're going to go in. That is, that's going to be a whole new level of holy crap. Yeah, yeah, it is. Just it's grim. It's grim. This is the first time I think the world has been able to watch something like total warfare in real time. You could turn over the hostages and end it. Yeah, lay down your arms. Recognize Israel's right to exist. It's over. Like virtually every other territorial dispute in the history of mankind. At some point, you got to settle it, move on, and let your children, you know, uh, learn and live uh, uh, lives of their choosing. Develop themselves, develop the economy, get everybody a higher standard of living, reach peace with your neighbors, decide the squabbles of the past are in the past. But no, no, not the, uh, not the Muslim fundamentalists. No way. Generation after generation, you send young people to die over some dispute. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, ethnic uh, battles, I thought this was uh, at least interesting and amusing in kind of a disgusting sort of way. Uh, A person could do a daily radio show where they spent, say, three hours a day uh, profiling the really radical nut jobs who are teachers in California particularly at the college level. Here's one that was recently uh, featured. An unhinged professor of Pan-African Studies at uh, Cal State University at Los Angeles has proclaimed that the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win is an example of white supremacy. All right. Okay, why do I feel like this was some right-wing white supremacist conspiracy? Boo! Even though Patrick Mahomes is biracial, I don't know. Um and then this this woman who says she is a professor of Pan-American Studies at Cal State L.A., Black Lives Matter organizer, Pan-Africanist, hip-hop scholar, daughter of God, womanist, truth-teller, mama. She's born in Oakland, California, and her last name is Ryman, as she, her father was a white man from but Germany. Why, yes? why, why would the Chiefs be white supremacists, but the, the 49ers would not have been? Can't even imagine. I don't know. Perhaps unsurprisingly, her father, the German, is a self-proclaimed Trotskyist communist and union thug. Even her grandfather was a member of the Communist Party in Germany. Uh, but she says, uh, she on the record, she says, virtually everything is racist. That's why I say it's a racist. Big Jussie Smollett reporter, too. All of this is just the profile of a crazy person. She's teaching our children in schools. I have some final thoughts, and uh, some people say they are the greatest final thoughts they've ever heard. But if you look at 
what's happening. I would have to say Armstrong and Getty have some wonderful final thoughts. They are right up there with Abraham Lincoln, and everybody knows it. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Oh, man. That's almost disturbing. Uh, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, lead us off. Mark my words. Uh, Biden will try and outdo Trump at the border by tackling somebody trying to go across. Yeah. Live on TV. There you go. Show that he's still got it. That he show has Better it. be like a six-year-old child or something. Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Just want to thank you guys for the text messages I received with unsolicited euphemisms for taking a crap. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, don't say you guys. It was him. No, it was, it was you two talking about what? it that allowed it to pop up. And My friends listen as well. I disapprove. I disavow. I disavow. Mm-hmm. Jack, a final thought for us? Talking about frozen pizza earlier, and you had some fancy pants frozen pizza. Number people said they really like DiGiorno, and that's my son's favorite. Cheap, and it's it's better than most of the pizzas that I order from a pizza place that cost twice as much. I have one final question. You're a man who's declared Papa John's to be your favorite pizza. Are you not, sir? Answer the question. It was my son's taste, not mine. I haven't oh. had any, actually, yet. He ate the Ugh. whole thing. It's a child's pizza. In his defense, that's what he was. Oh, man, I miss Chicago-style pizza. I really, really do. I, I got to go out for some tonight. I had a piece a couple of uh, weeks ago in Chicago, oh. and it was awesome. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I didn't know you are in Chicago. So many people thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We got a lot of great hotlings for you. Pick up a T-shirt. Drop us a line. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Can we uh, get out of here, please? It's over! I said bye. Get the hell out of here! Go away! How is this sanitary? Oh! What the hell are you talking about? I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me! It's a hundred on the crazy (laughs) (laughs) So, let's go out with a bang. Don Lemon's going to be paid in a settlement for his firing from CNN $24.5 million. Okay, there's no God. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.